Hello, welcome to Digital Nomad Ventures, the podcast for aspiring and experienced digital nomads teaching how to travel the world on a budget. Thanks for joining us. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Digital Nomad Ventures. My name is Mike Hope. I'll be your host. I actually haven't done another episode of this podcast for about 10 months now, and I'm starting it back up again here in Chiang Mai, Thailand. Today, I'm sitting here with Lynn Ann Saperstein. She is a soulful, heart-driven serial entrepreneur and experience creator with a passion for energetic clearing and gatherings of powerful entrepreneurs. She utilizes her love languages of marketing and travel by, by day as CEO of the Experience Experts, her digital marketing and advertising agency. Lean is most alive when exploring the planet, sharing her transformational and business wisdom, and deepening her own connection to source. She is grateful and eager to hold containers of growth, healing, and success, and her intention is to empower today's leaders and activate financial freedom for you. Yes! All right. Thanks so much for being on the podcast. I'm really excited to talk to you more and learn more about what you're working on as an experienced creator. Yeah, and I I want to first say I'm so excited that we're doing this in person, right? During COVID times, it's so cool to actually be in a room with another entrepreneur, and it's one of the blessings of, of being in Chiang Mai and in Thailand right Absolutely, yeah. that's so true. Such a gift. And I'm not under quarantine here. Yeah. I'm actually renting this condo for the next month. And it's great to to be here with other heart-centered entrepreneurs such as yourself. Yeah. Uh, we've already talked a little bit about some of the things that you're working on and some of the things that you've already done. Uh, you mentioned that you started TravelCon. Yeah, well, I, I, I was one of the the produ- I was the main producer with uh, Nomadic Matt for TravelCon, and so it's just like I'm very passionate about conferences, retreats, seminars, workshops, and all of that is at a standstill right now. We're at a halt, and unless you are in a country um, where people can be in person together, which is very few countries, um, and I, a lot of my friends are still hosting stuff in the U.S., um, a little bit under the under the radar, um, but it's it's a weird time. It's a weird time for events. It's a weird time for retreats, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think we were actually talking about earlier how you have organized retreats in Peru as well, and you have some friends who are still there, and they have retreat centers, yeah. but nobody is coming because yeah. Cusco is, yeah, so is dead I without a, tours. Yeah, I have a global network of retreat centers, retreat venues, boutique hotels around the world. That's the work I've been doing for seven years. And amazing. Um, yeah, it's, it is amazing. And it's, I've built this amazing reputation. And like a lot of us, if your industry is massively affected right now by COVID, by lockdowns, by restrictions, by lack of flights, by lack of tourists, um, people are feeling it. And so uh, a handful of my clients were closed. You know, restaurants, um, hotels, retreat centers just closed for months. No mm-hmm. revenue. You know, I was in meetings in January and February. We were talking about having the biggest year ever and how we were going to be doing all these great ads and all this great social and crickets. Yeah. Nothing. So oh it's been God. it's been a very odd year. And of, co- of course, and especially living here in Thailand, the borders are, well, the borders have been closed, closed. during this entire pandemic yeah. and they're starting to open back up again. But now there's so many Slowly. Reg- Slowly. regulations and red tape mm-hmm. that you have to go through. Yeah. 
just so, to get into the country. Yeah, and then you have to go into quarantine. Exactly. So I haven't so. been in Thailand the whole time. I was in lockdown in India. I was meant to only be there for six weeks. I was there for almost eight months. Wow. Um, and to, to get back to Thailand was a multi-month... Um, many hoops, money, red tape, but you know, I feel great. Lots of money. Yeah, a lot of, a yeah, lot of money. It was expensive, um, mm -hmm. but you know, worth it for us. Worth it to be here to create what we're working on now, um, and for the freedom of being in Thailand right now. I'm so glad that you made it back safely, and yes. you are living here in beautiful Chiang Mai, beautiful which is Mai. a you know a popular hotspot for digital nomads around the world. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, once things start to gradually return to normal Everyone early the next back. year things yeah. will come back to life yeah and in but, a new uh, way yeah and in it a new way it won't look the way um that it ever looked before but we're really mm -hmm. having to ask ourselves the questions where am i going to thrive where where am i going to live my best life where can i feel safe where can i make money where can i be of service to the planet right now because a lot of your companies a lot of digital nomad businesses are going to change the face of the planet I'm absolutely sure sure absolutely one of my friends, we've been connected on Facebook and LinkedIn for a while. His name's Andreas, and he's sort of like a, he's a thought leader in mm -hmm. this space. And he's actually, he's been promoting my online course and nice. kind of helping me grow my own business. Um, but yeah, I've, I'm planning on, I'll stay in Chiang Mai at least until January. I'm, I'm thinking about going to this big music festival and trot okay. um, for New Year's and then go to Koh Chang. Yeah. Because burning season's coming up here in Chiang Mai. Burning season's coming. And it gets really uh, bad, the pollution. Yeah, we're probably heading to the islands because mm -hmm. um, we haven't been on this trip. And it was rainy season when we arrived. Um, Phuket or Koh Samui? Um, we haven't decided yet, but we uh -huh. definitely are going to drop by Koh Samui. So that was it's very beautiful. Yeah, I was we, there for two months. We had a business opportunity there and COVID just flipped it on its head. Um, and so, you know, we are, we are interested in really building community, building a home here in Thailand. Mm -hmm. And what does that look like? And what is that going to take and finding the right property? And so we're on that journey too. Oh, I should also mention that you just recently got engaged. So con <laughs> big congratulations on that. Yes. Recently yeah. engaged. Exciting. Yeah. COVID engagement. <laughs> so how was, how was that during um, have you been planning this out for a long time? Well, we, you know, we have been together over a year, a little over a year. And, you know, from the moment we met, we were adventuring. And mm -hmm. our first date was a 10-day road trip of the Pacific Southwest wow. in the U.S. And so... In California? Um, um, we met in Arizona and mm -hmm. we went through New Mexico and up through Colorado. Uh, really amazing. And then That's he was like, job. what are you up to next? And I'm like, I'm going to Africa. I'm going to Tanzania and on <laughs> safari and Kilimanjaro <laughs> with my buddy Scott's company, Pomoja Safaris. And he was like, all right, I'm coming with you. So... From the beginning, he's been a big yes to adventure and working abroad and doing all those adventures. So that's just sort of the tone of us and even getting through, you know, that many months of lockdown in India and getting to Thailand. I think it was just, we just felt like if we could do this, yeah. we could do anything together. Absolutely. And we are, makes a lot of yeah, sense. and we're currently really, we've been working a little bit together, but we really want to create a business together you mm -hmm. know, and really share our gifts and in a new way. Amazing. Yeah. It's very inspiring. Yeah. I've, I've, you know, I've wanted to meet someone, a girl like that, who also loves to travel. Yeah. And, and then we can just travel together, 
work remotely. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so I'm still there, looking there for it. There is that Girls Love Travel <laughs> Facebook group. I always uh, tell men that. I'm like, these women love travel. They're just like addicted to it. They're so passionate about it. You know, some of them are online teachers. Mm-hmm. They're doing, you know, not all of them have businesses. Yeah. But they're, I meet them all the time. They're, they've got big, brave, bold hearts and they're super adventurous. I did meet a girl here in Chiang Mai and then I visited her during my, I went on this epic motorbike tour around Thailand. Nice. It's 3,000 kilometers. Oh. So cool. And uh, I visited her in Bangkok, but she works for SCB Bank, okay. which is in Thailand. And she just works nonstop yeah. in a small studio apartment, barely leaves, just goes to the gym, See, that's works not, more. That's not, that's gonna, not healthy. That's, well, and that's, that's their not, choice, right? It is their choice. And it's just not going to align with your no, lifestyle. No, absolutely and, not. You know, I was even saying that. Like, Those are the people that I want to help, though, with exactly. my own consulting business. And their eyes are all getting opened by COVID. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like, oh, wait, there's so much else possible. And so if you're pivoting your business right now or if you're creating new offerings or services, think about these people who've been sitting in quarantines and lockdowns and sure. questioning. I mean, so like the quitting rate and people leaving their jobs is like sky high. I wish I had some of that data. I know a lot of people are losing their jobs. And the unemployment rate at the beginning was 50 million. Boom. But people are consciously leaving good jobs because uh-huh. they don't fulfill them now. Yeah. Because they're seeing, it's not just about the money. It's not just about the money. It's about this fulfillment and satisfaction mm-hmm. and giving back and having purpose and meaning, which is what all of us do so well and why we've Absolutely. created our digital nomad sort of adventures and lives. That's one of the reasons I decided to start this podcast back yeah. up again, because I haven't interviewed anyone since I left Austin 10 months ago. And there's so many interesting people here doing interesting things so many. such as yourself. Yeah. And so that's uh but I'm interested to learn more about um, this experience expert. What does that mean? I mean, that's the name of your company, right? So it's changing. It's it's pivoting with the times. Um, you know, mm-hmm. my background, like I said, has been in event planning. I used to do big corporate events in New York City, working Fashion Week, working lots of thought leaders, things like that. Wow. And. Um, and producing events is very time consuming. I can it's imagine. It's also very stressful. <laughs> and, um, Sounds you know, like, like a nightmare it's to me. Well, I love it. I love details. I love seeing the whole event unfold, but it, it was a lot energetically taxing and physically taxing. And so we hadn't produced an event um, since, like, right after TravelCon. We did, a, we usually did a lot of stuff at South by in uh-huh. Austin. Um, but I've been mostly working with the venues because I saw they really needed the help. So working a lot with hotels and these retreat centers and even these sort of unique boutique destinations where people are hosting things and really getting them dialed in. Um, But where it's headed now is the, is the future. It's like, I really believe that experience is the most powerful currency we have. It's Mm -hmm. what creates memories. It's what creates a life, Uh, not money, not um, hoarding it, not hoarding stuff, not material. My things. dad's a hoarder. He yeah. has <laughs> hundreds of Amazon boxes piling exactly. up in his house. For well, what? Well, Throw them away. He's trying to fill a void. Yeah. And and so yeah, he's not happy. Exactly. And so a lot of it is experience. And because we can't do as much of it, really very little of it in person, how do we translate it to the virtual space? And so if you launched an online course or an online program or a membership program, and I know you all did. It's um, funny you mentioned that. COVID. I do have an online course. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 
Um, but how do you create an experience, something memorable, something that they remember that transforms their life, that transforms their business, transforms their relationships, the way that they operate, their mindset? That's the million dollar question. Exactly. Right? And yeah, so yeah. that's really where we are headed um, for 2021 is creating um, courses, really not not the, your normal course, but to teach you how to really create an experience online. Mm -hmm. and giving you the skills that you can then take in person when we can get back to workshops and sure. meetups and seminars and retreats and conferences again because people are going to need it more than sure. ever the and moment that we Absolutely. Can. And I think it's really important to be able to empathize and put yourself in another person's shoes. I think that's one of the pieces that's missing from my online course. Mm. Um, I just, I'm living in my own little bubble, yeah. right? And a lot of us are now. Um, and we create, so how do we, if we create from that place, it's like we're creating in a vacuum, right? Mm -hmm. We don't, that we forget who the person is and where they're at. And I love that word you used, empathy. Yes. And if you Google this empathy map, it's a different way to do a client avatar, but really go into their feelings, their senses, what are they hearing, seeing, feeling, what are they reading? What podcasts are they listening to? Sure. Really go into their experience, where they're coming from, and then how can you heighten it, expand it, accelerate it, amplify mm -hmm. it with what you're providing. And a lot of it is delivery. It's a lot of how you're saying what you're saying, how you're communicating it, and are they actually learning? Because right now, online learning is like the hottest topic. Like how are people actually absorbing and taking this information and actually making it part of their life? And yeah. so if you can innovate on that, uh -huh. people will remember you, people will talk about you, you're going to have amazing testimonials, and they'll come back for more, which is really the secret. We want them to come back for more and ideally come back for the in-person stuff when we can. Absolutely. That's great. It's a yeah. great point. Maybe I could, we could just create our own online course platform. Right? Yeah. There's so many of them out I mean, there. There's and so many, and they're not perfected. No, They're, they're still not sure. where they need to be. And I've talked to you about, you know, interest yeah. in software and interest yeah, in yeah. APIs and adding things to Zoom and some other companies that are yeah, out there that's innovating. What I want to talk to you about next, this dovetails into the, the next thing I want to talk mm -hmm. to you about, which is, um, I don't know if you're free, free to talk about it. Yeah. Uh, it is now public toasty. It's an application. I mean, it's just a, a friend of mine. So yeah, no, yeah. yeah so I, I haven't connected with them. But there's a couple different platforms that are innovating in the video communication. You know, video because Zoom could space. be a lot better. Zoom, you know, and the thing, Everybody uses the thing with Zoom, it's like, it's like a treasure. You have to figure out how to uncode this and how, how do you do this? And like even breakouts, you have to go into your settings and allow yourself to have breakout rooms. And then even they don't have many good trainings on how to mm. use breakout rooms. They're not thinking about- I don't even know what a breakout room is there to be you honest. Go. And, 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 and that's it. And people uh -huh. have come to, to events I've hosted online and they're like, holy shit, this is amazing. Like we just broke out into a group. I lead a partner. We had a group of five or we had a group of 25 and we had a discussion group and I can curate the groups and you can, mm -hmm. I mean, it's amazing, right? That's the simplest one. So we're going to have a, an opt-in, a free, a freebie really soon on some of the top tips for zoom. Um, but we are looking to innovate in the technology space, um, around how to really use video conferencing for experience, for uh -huh, uh -huh. memorable, um, for things to actually be like fun, like they were in person, because that's the thing. Everything is dry. People are talking about Zoom fatigue. It's like <laughs> we all can do better. We can do better. And and if you want to be memorable and you want to stand out, you want to be the tall poppy. You've got to pay attention to this. For sure.
So check out Toasty, yeah. Toasty.ai. It's yeah. a Hong Kong based yeah. company, right? Yeah. And they have an open API. Yeah. Um, so, and the UI looks way better than Zoom. Yeah, I don't know enough uh, about them yet to like I haven't actually installed them. it yeah, yet. I, yeah, I just showed it to you. So I, I wanna, I'm gonna reserve my judgment <laughs> until I go in a little bit more with them. But yeah, it's a cool platform. I'll put the cart before the horse. Exactly. Um, but yeah, I actually, I, you know, I have a computer science degree. Um, I've worked, I've built apps in the yeah. past. I created my own startup and I just lost interest in that field, right? Mm -hmm. it's, it can be very lucrative, yeah. but it's not what I'm passionate about. So now I've just been uh, in Thailand for the past 10 months, traveling yeah. around, taking beautiful photographs. Yeah, there's of, so you know, much. Buddhist statues yeah. and all these amazing places that I've been. And there's waterfalls. Uh, oh my waterfalls. God. So many waterfalls. Yeah, especially like on the way to Doi Su Thep, which, if you've never been to Chiang Mai, uh, there's this um, beautiful Buddhist temple at the top of a mountain called Doi Su Thep. Do uh, Doi, Doi is actually a hill, so it's not ah, technically a mountain. A Dao is a it's hill. A it's a wat. Wats yeah. are Buddhist yeah. temples. Right? Yeah. There's there's forty thousand Buddhist temples yeah. across Thailand. There's more than you could ever see in a in a lifetime. And they're all um, gorgeous. Yeah, Every single they're one all is amazing. so beautiful. Uh, but yeah, so so grateful and fortunate to be in Thailand during yeah. this pandemic. Um, and hopefully things start to return to normal soon. Yeah. I mean the government is starting to pass this STV visa, which a ninety day is, visa. Yeah. It's a 90 day visa. Yeah. And yeah. I, I would say, you know, and I've done a few polls and surveys of mm. my followers, you know, would you travel? And, and, and the, the greater majority of people who are like listening to this, or if you've got an audience who are interested in digital nomad or uh -huh. travel or, or retreats or events, they're, they're interested in traveling when they can. But the, the greatest perspective I've heard, and this was months before, is they want to travel for longer periods of time, mm -hmm. right? If we can't just travel for a weekend or a couple weeks, it's really going to be months. And so I think it is wise that Thailand is doing a 90 day, but I think it's going to be a massive shift for travelers and for tourists to be like, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere for three months, but yeah, because they're going to be remote workers. Yeah. And they're yes. going to be under quarantine for 14 days yeah. at an ASQ hotel. So it makes sense for the government to extend it an extra two weeks or month. Well, I think they're doing ASQs to, to flush the in, the tourism economy with uh, cash. Yes, you know, oh, so, yeah, so you know, bite your lip and pay it because you're helping the hotels. And you know, mm -hmm. reach out to me. I'm happy to share some resources around that because we did do ASQ and did a 14 day quarantine, and it's a trip. How was that? And talk more about. I'm interested to learn more about how that experience was. Um. It was bizarre because <laughs> I mean, I stay in hotels all the time. I love hotels, right? And picking a great hotel is like one of my greatest pleasures in life. But it was a very different perspective for me to pick a hotel that we were going to have to sit in for 14 days and really not leave. So, you know, I was like, how much square footage? How much floor space do you have? You know? Is there a pool? Well, you can't go in the pool. You can't go in the pool. Oh, no. The pools are closed. Oh, it's totally the... closed. Ah. You're not allowed in the pool. We, we looked at pools. That's, we didn't. that's a little ridiculous. And, and after day seven, you are allowed fresh air. COVID spreads through water. I mean, <laughs> we, you know, don't question, don't question the authorities right now. But it's a trip. It's a trip. And we were actually in a very small timeline. Like we were looking at ASQs and kind of asking about dates. And then once we got approved for our flight, we had like, 48 hours to pick, like pick a hotel, pay for it, and then give it to a government, you know, to officially get mm -hmm. our, our, um, our COE, which is certificate on entry. I don't know if they're still issuing those, 
They probably That's are. That's news to me. I'm not familiar guess with the COE. So you have to have a COE to get into the country. Um, mm. And it's it's that you're fit to fly, that you've got the COVID test. It's like the final, when you wrap everything together in a bow, you have a COE. Um, so get our final You're COA. wealth of information. Yeah, no, I mean, I have a lot of information. We did, we're going to write a couple blog posts. We already wrote, we already wrote one, but. Amazing. It's. Wait, uh, what is your website? Just for uh, the listeners. Theexperienceexperts.com. Theexperienceexperts.com. Yeah. Check out her website and she has a blog. Yeah, the blog is right there at the bottom and it'll mm. be one of the top ones. Um, but yeah, picking the hotel is tricky. And, you know, the cheapest one is about 30,000 baht. Um, which is not cheap. That's, no, that's like rent. What's a nine hundred dollars a month? Yeah. Or for the two for weeks. For the two weeks, mm -hmm. and it includes food, includes two COVID tests, and includes your transport from the airport. Okay. Um. So it's a package, but that's the mm. cheapest. And the that's, breakfast is probably terrible. I mean, we paid close to sixty thousand each. Oh, whoa. Yeah. Because per person. Per person. Wow. And we shared a room, that's and so and pretty we, steep. Well. And that's not even the most expensive. <laughs> There's ones that are over a hundred thousand, but hundred twenty. Um, but we wanted a space that was big enough for us to practice yoga, both of us. Um, and I wanted a bathtub and just space to walk around. Big windows. A lot of places just have these little tiny windows with bars on them. I was like, no, not for no. Two that's prison. Because you really are in the room. Yeah. And you're walking very infrequently, and you've and got you need fresh air, room. right? How are you supposed to get fresh air if you're so you're not allowed to get up in you're the not allowed to get fresh air. Um, if by law, you're not allowed to get fresh air until the seventh day. And uh, you only are allowed thirty minutes in a relaxation space. What? And so, to so that's find the equivalent out your, of a lunch break during a, oh, a yeah. nine to five job. And so, find out what your ASQ hotel's relaxation space looks like. Mm -hmm. There's a lot more pictures online. Um, ours was a rooftop pool area that we could not go into, um, but we had thirty minutes, and we were allowed to actually use the gym so they would clean down the gym. Wow, so, what a relief! Had, so, but we only had thirty minutes to be outside and or in the gym, so we had to like pack it in. And it was very fast. Like you're on the clock. You oh, gotta yeah. be out in oh, 30 minutes, oh, or, he was or else he was watching straight to prison. Or <laughs> back to your room. Back to your room. And they're they're in full. Which is essentially they're, prison. They're in full plastic covering. Like you, you, I didn't even see the face of the people that were there at all. Oh. Yeah. So it's so. And, and the hotels are stripped that's down. Crazy. The hotels are covered in plastic. All of the art is removed from the rooms. Decorative pillows. We actually had to ask for more furniture because our room had so little furniture. We were like, can we have a table? Oh can God. we have another chair? Like, Jeez. It was stripped. It, it basically looked terrible. like a mat, like a, like a nice bed yeah. in the middle of the room and like a desk chair. And that was it. And we had to ask for a few more things. And then the beautiful rugs that is I saw. Is this the normal situation? Oh, this, this is, is how it is at all this, the ASQ This is how hotels. all of them are. Yeah. And so, because my friend has went to Bangkok. He lives in San Francisco and works for Google, actually. Yeah. And he's from Bangkok, and he took some pictures of the room, and it looks really nice. The room is um, nice. With a TV. Again, I'll show you. It's nice, mm -hmm. but it doesn't look like the website. Mm -hmm. Don't think that anything you see on a website for a room is what you're going to actually get. They have to cover, cover wow. the rugs. So the rugs were covered in this like plastic thing. Um, they're giving you like a pile of towels. They don't come in and clean your room, which is one of the biggest complaints from people. We actually asked to be changed rooms. After Do they the sanitize? Day. They spray everything down everything and sanitize must. it in super hot water? Yeah, but we're not there. All that you, stuff. you don't see that. No, they will not clean your room while you're there for the 14 days. It does not get happen. You are in the same room for 14 days unless you ask. So we actually asked after seven days to be transferred to another room. Hmm. And so through a back elevator, we were allowed to go to the room. Crazy. But otherwise, wow. I've heard people upset. You know, they'll give you the sheets, but then you've got to make the remake the bed. Uh -huh. you know? 
Um, so it's, it's, they gave us, we had plates and we had a little sponge and soap to wash our dishes. Uh -huh. We had a little fridge and a hot, a hot water thing, but that was about it. Whew. Yeah. Interesting. Crazy times we're living in. Really crazy times. Yeah. Super insane. So it's, uh, I'm actually an ambassador for Airbnb nice. just as to kind of segue into a yeah. slightly different topic, but I'm, um, essentially I'm, I'm reaching out to boutique hotels, guest houses. Mm -hmm. Um, even now I've started messaging people on Facebook marketplace yeah. to get them listed on Airbnb because obviously like they're hospitality getting is they're getting ready for when yeah, they yeah, the borders yeah. are going to be opening up slowly, but surely. Um, so I figure now is the time to get them listed and they have like, I actually work with some of the clients and I onboard them. I mm -hmm. sit down with them because a lot of times they're not really so great with technology. They're right. not motivated to get listed. Well, I love it. I stayed, so, at, I stayed at a guest house last yeah, weekend yeah. in Changdao and he said, no booking.com, me booking.com. <laughs> you send me a Facebook message. I book no, you, no they, problem. So no, that's, yeah. But that's the mindset. That's the mindset, entirely, yeah. But you sure. need to be, most of the hotels they're familiar with just booking.com and Agoda. Yeah. They've never even heard of Airbnb. And there's huge. So there's a big potential. And Agoda will here. put huge discounts on their rooms right now that mm -hmm. they have little to no control over. Yeah. For sure. And yeah. then you got to pay the commissions, which exactly. is 14 to 16, 18% or something. Yeah. But at the end of the process, when you're onboarding someone, uh, when you're walking through, uh, they have a five step cleaning process. Mm -hmm. So they walk you through all, you yeah. have to set aside like 10 to 15 minutes to familiarize oh, yeah. yourself with everything. Yeah. The room yeah, has to, to stay empty, all these things. Yeah. Yeah. Sanitize everything and yeah. make sure just be a total clean freak, basically. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's expensive. So, that's expensive yeah, for these places. Um, uh -huh. You know, even I work with a lot of hotels in Mexico. To keep a room empty for 24 to 48 hours is losing money. You know, for yeah. the, the Mexican government of is course. mandating that hotels be less than 50 or less than 60% occupied. That's impossible. Like, why? That's just the rule for <laughs> less people to be in these big hotels. Hmm. They don't want so many people to practice in social place. distancing yeah. and, uh, and they, uh, they're losing money. It's terrible. Yeah. In Phuket, it's like a ghost town. Yeah. So I was in Phuket for two months and the almost everywhere, like you go to Kata, Quran, mm -hmm. these beach cities, which are normally full of tourists. It's just surreal. Empty. Empty. You drive around at night and it, there's nobody. Bangkok was surreal Except to me. like some of the girly bars. Those are open. Yeah. But other than that, it's... Well, even Bangkok felt weird empty. to me. I went to some neighborhoods that I'm used to just being packed with people, like Little Arabia. It was one restaurant open. No people on the street. Bizarre. Just so strange. So empty. Sukhumvit, usually full of tourists. Yeah. All the hotels. Yeah. I've heard statistics that a lot of the hotels in Sukhumvit will, will shut down. They'll just be out of business, never yeah. come back never again. Never come back. And this is a global what problem. What a shame. Yeah. What a shame. Yeah. So how do we create like a startup around this, right? You're already exactly. kind of in the process of, and that's of it. doing and it. Right? Pay attention. I would say this I love to everybody. To pay attention mm -hmm. to what you're seeing, what's what's crumbling, and what you can build in its place. You know, I, I don't want to take the pessimistic, but pay attention to what's not working. Pay you mentioned earlier you're an eternal optimist. I'm an right? eternal optimist, but so. I'm also a realist, right? <laughs> Let's be real about how slow the governments are sure. moving and how protective they are for their people. And, you know, how some places are really lenient, some places are not. Like Maldives opened with requiring no test or anything. They've added the test. Now mm -hmm. you have to take a test to get into Maldives. And you have to go into quarantine? No, Maldives oh. never had a quarantine. Hmm. They're spread out enough. I think they're okay. Yeah. And they completely are reliant on tourism. That's what the Maldives is. It's 
all a tourism destination. Uh, places like Costa Rica, the main export is tourism. They had to open. They and had. coffee. <laughs> yeah, no, it's mostly tourism. Mostly tourism. It's mostly tourism. Mm. It's always been mostly tourism. And that's how they keep the country so green and lush because Costa they share Rica. it with the world. That's actually the first country that I visited outside of the United States. I bought a one-way ticket to Costa Rica, travel around for 10 days, yeah. went, went back next year. It's, Absolutely my, it's, it's my second home. Place. And, and, you know, and just opening up now in October and November, and they were even being exclusive to certain states in the, from the U.S., they were, but now they're letting everyone in. Um, mm -hmm. So you'll see a lot of these restrictions changing and shifting and write blog posts on that. You know, you'll get a ton of traffic. People are searching for that information. So just look for ways that you can provide value, provide information and sure. innovate and innovate. You know, just see what's not working and make the new solution. So there's a few business ideas I got. Um, moving along and maybe I'll, I'll come back on when things are a little more solidified. Awesome. Yeah. Are you familiar with under 30, I'm sure you must be, under 30 experiences? Of course, I know yeah. Matt. I know Matt well. They're based in Austin yeah. and they have a, um, a location in Costa Rica yeah. as well. So maybe, I don't know, you could collaborate with them. Uh, probably um, separate. No, not. Separate no, I don't really have a desire for that no, right now. No. I actually really, I honor them. They've done mm -hmm. an amazing job uh -huh. of um, really removing their international travel and really creating some amazing experiences within the U.S. They did, they pivoted very quickly. They put together some amazing tours and experiences very fast. Their team is amazing. I yeah, know, I'm looking at couple, their website. I know right a couple now, people sure. on their team um, mm -hmm. and actually thought about actually interviewing Matt about how really iterated and, and did that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, I'm, I'm more interested right now in how we get back to a global travel and mm -hmm, what that mm -hmm. looks like and some people Same you know here. just have to keep their income going and i understand you know i have had friends who just pivoted their entire retreat and event businesses to be just in the u.s or just in the u.s and mexico and i get it i get it um and we have to slowly make people help people feel safe to travel again and to give them the tools um so they can do that and we're setting up travel bubbles, right, with uh, surrounding well, countries. We'll see if that we'll ever happens. That happens. I'm praying for it. I pray for it every day, but I, I haven't, I have not seen travel bubbles actually happen anywhere. So we have to see it happen. Let's pray. Okay, so yeah, we were talking about travel bubbles with uh, co countries like Vietnam, Philippines. Again, Malaysia, I, here I, in Southeast Asia. I hope and pray for it. My best friends in Indonesia, I would love to see her. I was meant to see her many, many months ago. Um, but I don't, I don't, I see them. It's a lot of talk. It's mm -hmm. a lot of talk. And politics is a lot of talk and no action. But what I keep saying is I think what could potentially fuel it is Chinese New Year. Hmm. So Chinese New Year is one of the most big, biggest travel times in Asia, but really globally. A lot of people tend to travel around that time in mid-February. And so fingers crossed we get our stuff together and we can move around a little bit by February, end of February, March. Let's hope so. Yes. I still really want to go to the Vietnam and Philippines. Yeah. I'm just waiting on the borders to open. Yeah. And this is a great home base for now. Although burning season's coming up yeah. in January. So it's already those, started. Some yeah, say, you can, yeah. I'm looking out my condo window and it's, the mountain is enshrouded in smoke towards the top. Yeah, a little bit hazy. So I was actually in Chiang Mai for March of 2020. Yeah. And I just walk outside and without a face mask. Well, I guess I, I was probably wearing my face yeah. mask, but I start coughing instantly. Yeah. Yeah. It's just so bad. It was worse than New Delhi. 
the pollution? Well, levels? I've heard different things that there may be less pollution, like globally, but also specifically in Thailand, there may be just less burning because mm. of COVID. So we'll see what happens. Well, but, I hope so. Uh, but the pollution in Bangkok just a few days ago was like over 160, really? which is so, considered very unhealthy. Wow. And my friend actually, she took a picture from her balcony and you can't even see the skyline. Insane. It's yeah. so smoky. So I don't know. It's just a not. They're not educated, I guess. The people. Yeah, just, it's just, just traditional practices of burning the fields and you know. Sugar cane, mostly yeah, I've heard. Yeah. But yeah, rice, so I don't. And the rice too. Yeah, and I saw a lot of that during my motorbike oh, tour. Yeah. I saw just fields in flames. Yeah, we went to go that's visit crazy. Uh, an elephant sanctuary that's not doing so well. Actually, we just bring them some money, and uh, the field right next to us was burning while oh, we were there. Yeah. In we, Lampang. Um. I forget the name of the town. Yeah, there's, there's I'm so kind many. Of terrible to remember names, but yeah. <laughs> there's so many little towns and villages that you drive through around With Thailand. With all the elephants and the rivers, yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. I actually haven't been to an elephant sanctuary here in Chiang Mai. I'd like to go soon. Yeah, there's a couple oh, there's in, so many in, in May Rim, them. like not so far, like mm -hmm. 10, 15 miles, uh, kilometers, and then, you know, a couple that are like 45 minutes to an hour away. I went to an elephant hospital in, in Lampang, mm -hmm. and I was just petting an elephant and and he's like what are you doing here get out of here <laughs> because i think it was after hours oh gosh so i didn't i didn't complain or anything i just left I just walked away because but you can was, see them from the side yeah. of the road they yeah. they have them like cows they're majestic creatures they're, they're magical aliens i love, <laughs> I love ele elephants so much you look in their eye and they, you can just see the wisdom so they much have wisdom. so much wisdom so and much memories wisdom. they're beautiful beautiful creatures mm -hmm. yeah amazing so yeah, I was, I, I'm planning on you know. Are you, do you plan on staying in Chiang Mai for foreseeable um, future, or do you uh, want to go somewhere during burning season? Well, probably we we need to explore some things in the islands, um, uh -huh. financially and business wise, and just to see you know the the word decimated gets dropped a lot with tourism in Thailand and doesn't even do it justice uh, right. in, on some of these islands. Exactly. So going down and seeing you know doing what I do best as an entrepreneur, asking really good questions and idea extracting and seeing what we can do to help and um, and provide services and possibly buy a business that may be not doing so well or someone can't you mm -hmm. know, float it. Because right now, the only businesses that will survive are the ones that have a lot of backup capital. Now would be the time to buy a boutique hotel, right? Exactly. On, on one of these islands, you could probably get a great price. Exactly. Well, so going down there and checking that out and... Mm -hmm. um, Personally, I don't see us leaving Thailand. I know people are people like us are eager to travel and bounce around, but yeah, I, yeah. I just personally, I'm like not interested in being vaccinated. I'm not interested nah, in having going under swabs stuck up my nose again. Nah. You haven't had a COVID test. I've never had a COVID. So test. I've had three COVID tests. I probably shouldn't say that <laughs> on the podcast, but um, yeah, no, I've had yeah. th I've had three and. Um, it's unpleasant. No, yeah, that looks terrible. It's, I don't want a big thing stuck up. Oh, it's stuck up your nose. It's stuck swaps. down the back of your throat. Oh, that sounds um, terrible. Yeah. There's got to be a less invasive way to do this test. Well, I think they, yeah. I have a lot of opinions on that, but I won't record those publicly. <laughs> um, mm, okay. But, but I would prefer to stay in Thailand and develop and, and accelerate whatever's going on in Thailand. And I'm in the same boat. Yeah, and, we should collaborate. And I'm excited about, you know, travel, possible travel bubbles, but I don't see that till summertime. Really. Mm -hmm. We, we, a lot Maybe of us, March. it was kind of the way we thought this whole 2020 year. It's like, oh, it's going to be a month. Oh, it's going to be two, three months. And it's like, we're, we're looking at almost a year later 
And so the pace is much slower. So that's my invitation to all of you. If you're trying to travel or trying to host something, um, be careful about getting too overzealous or, or thinking about how it was before, but don't hesitate. Still bring people together safely, follow regulations. If you need to get everybody tests before they come into a space together, do it. Practice um, proper social distancing, yeah. wear your face mask when Yeah, exactly. All the simple necessary. stuff. Um, it's not rocket science. It's not rocket science. And, you know, and you don't have to wear your mask when you're out in nature, you know? And, yeah. and you're not, like, sitting on top of another person. Uh -huh. And if you've all had tests, it's unlikely that you all have COVID. So. And plus, just to remind the audience, there's only been roughly 60 deaths in Thailand. But, but and I don't know why people 3, are focused cases. on deaths. It, everybody's recovered. Yeah, there's almost no, everybody. There's there a 99. There's very few 5. active cases, and these uh -huh. recent little bursts, they caught them very quickly. Um, Even in the United States, there's obviously been so there's so been so many cases and deaths, but most of those people are over 65 years old, and still out of the entire population, that's over 99 percent. I'd recommend survival. we not, not spout yeah, stats not. because that's a better for another podcast. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. We are focused on doing yeah. what we can uh -huh, in the digital uh -huh. nomad space, but for sure. but look at how you can create business right now in, yeah. in countries that need support, especially in the tourism industry, mm -hmm. um, especially if you've got tools or that can be easily used. And, um, and again, focus on experience, focus on how you can really impact people in a bigger sure, way sure. if you're only virtual right now mm -hmm. and, and see what you're doing is valuable. Like don't just put up a course to make money. Like I, that's my biggest pet peeve. Like, yes, make money and deliver serious value and something that's memorable and it's going to transform their life, their business, their relationship, whatever it is you're going to help sure. them with. How to adapt to full-time remote work yeah. or traveling living anywhere in the world yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah that's that's awesome yeah so where can we find more information about you and and some of the things that you're working well, I will on give experience you, I will give you for show notes I mean the experience experience.com mm -hmm. um, and if you're interested in learning more about sort of some energy work that I do um, which is like women's circles and some really cool tools like that for staying positive saying you know clear and clean and um, energetically in this time, uh, you can go to elementalsphere.com and uh, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, I'm on LinkedIn, I'm on all the things. You just type in my name, there's only me. Um, and also if you look up experience experts, it's easy to, to find all the links there. But I, I really always say this on pretty much every podcast, if something I said resonated, let's connect. Um, I, some of my best friends I've met through people who listen to podcasts and heard me and they're like, Hey, I'm in Bangkok or Hey, I'm in Costa Rica. Let's meet up. And so if you get to Thailand, reach out, um, I'd love to hang out. Awesome. Yeah. So it's, it's been great chatting with you Lynn, and I'm so gr I'm grateful that we've been able to actually sit down face to face exactly. during these challenging times so and, cool. and have a conversation here in Chiang Mai. Yeah. You're just a wealth of wealth of knowledge and, uh, I wish you the best of luck in all your endeavors and thank you. Uh, would love to hopefully collaborate yeah. with you on some projects. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to update the listeners as things for develop sure. in 2021. Thanks so much for listening to Digital Nomad Ventures. Um, I will be releasing more episodes over the next coming days and weeks uh, with travel updates from Thailand and just talking to some really interesting guests here in uh, Chiang Mai. So hopefully you're excited to learn more and uh, please subscribe to the podcast 
And until next time, I wish you best of luck. Take care, stay safe.